Dan, I understand you've been sitting around in your overalls all week because you can't wait to get out on the track at uh, Donington Park. Um, is that the case? <laughs> I don't know about all week. Probably more like all month. Um, um, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a long time, isn't it? I mean, I was just thinking the other day. It's been uh, it's going to be what ten months since um, pretty much ten months since the last race we had. Mm. It's pretty crazy. Um, I don't think. Uh, it's not often, you know, I don't think I've gone that long without racing since I got injured in sort of 2012. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a long old time since we've, uh, since we've raced competitively. That last race was pretty special, but not quite the outcome you wanted it to be, but still a very special weekend at Brands Hatch. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, the, the, obviously we went there with, with an opportunity and dealing with a chance, but it was the chance was a little bit. Uh, it was getting slimmer, you know. I was I was behind Colin in the points. We needed a really big weekend, and for him to have a bad one, um, you know, the first race was was really special to, to win in the rain from 12th on the grid uh, on slicks with, with Matt finishing second on wet was that was a really really cool moment and. Um, for sure, one of my best wins of my whole career, really, to do it, to do it under with that much pressure and so much on the line. Um, obviously, you know, we got handed a, an opportunity in race two with Colin being spun round, um, and it just wasn't to be, was it? I, I, God, I wish I could go back and, and, and try and do something different, but at the end of the day, brake failure is brake failure. I've had sixty races in touring cars and one mechanical failure. It just so happened it was the it was the one when I needed it not to. Uh, I needed everything to be perfect, and it wasn't. In real terms, though, you've made an enormous amount of progress in touring cars after, obviously, your success and the years that you did in Porsche Carrera Cup. Totally different environment from Porsche Carrera Cup to touring cars. Yeah, it's completely different. Uh, I've had to relearn so much, um, and I know that I'm still getting better as well. That, that, that's that's what's you know, quite exciting, really. You know, I'm only in my second year, um, you know, and I nearly won the thing. So I know for a fact I'll be better this year than last. Um, I'm sure the team will do everything they can to give me the, a car better than better than last year's, um, and we'll see what we can do together. I mean, it is, you know, I am still quite new to touring car racing, um, and I've still got I've still got stuff to learn. So if anything, that's quite exciting. I think. I was talking to Mickey Butler um, this week, basically, obviously about uh, Goodyear being a tyre supplier rather than Dunlop for this, se- this season and onwards, basically. And in the conversation I was talking to Mickey, he brought up the whole subject of racecraft. And I know that you, um, again, the one, one thing that you made very clear to me was the fact that one thing you learned moving from Porsche Carrera Cup across to touring cars was learning racecraft. But it was just interesting that Mickey said that was such an important part of a touring car racer's, uh, if you like, career. Yeah, yeah. And I, and he, he, I think he's right. I mean, it's, obviously, it's not... Um, touring cars isn't the first time I've had to race. I mean, the Porsche stuff, Yes, Porsche is not all about uh, racecraft. Certainly not in the UK. Not when I was doing it, because it was it was a qualifying sort of formula. You qualified at the front, you could you'd race and finish at the front. Um, it was more uh, Super Cup was very similar in Europe. Uh, 
albeit it was very aggressive. Certainly on the first lap, it was very aggressive. Um, I've probably not raced sort of wheel-to-wheel like I do now since Formula Ford. Uh, and before that, go-karting. So I have done it, but obviously it's just a discipline that maybe uh, I wasn't quite as, um, you know, probably a discipline that sort of... Um, I'd not had practice in for a couple of years. Um, so, yeah, I think year one, you know, was, you know, very much um, getting my head back around that, um, you know, having to race new guys. Um, you know, the whole wheel-to-wheel aspect was something that I'd not done in a few years. But I, I felt like, you know, after year one, year two, I'd kind of put into practice everything I've learned. Um and, and fared far better, you know, in, in, in the races, you know, came out on top of, of, of most of them, um, most of the situations I found myself in. And it's so important because you've, you've got to score every point. I mean, as last season proved, I mean, there was three of us within two points. Mm-hmm. You have to score every point possible, um, you know, all the way down to sort of 15th where the points start. You've got, you've got to have everyone um, everyone you can because they all add up. So, so yeah, I, I think also in a way I'm I'm trying to go about it a slightly different way. I mean, qualifying has always been my strong point. It's been my strong point probably since I started car racing over ten years ago. Um, and in a way, I'm trying to bring that to, to to touring cars. I think if you can if you can drive a fast lap and you can qualify at the front, even with some of the waiting then you can finish at the front and then you don't have to worry about I try not to uh, obviously it looks great when you come through from the back but that's just it's a very hard way of doing it <laughs> I'd, I'd much rather start at the front finish at the front um, and if you actually look at what how I try to approach a weekend it's very much take the most points I can out of race one and two and what have, whatever happens in race three kind of happens Mm. because I can't control race three, but I can, can kind of control race one and two. Um, because race three, once you've got the reverse grid, you're usually back there with all the waiting. Um, you just get swallowed up sometimes uh, through no fault of your own. But if you've taken enough points in race one and two, you can keep your championship alive. Um, and that's very much sort of how I approached it, which is the complete opposite of how some people do it. Some people... Um, you know, pretty much race three keeps their championship hopes pretty much alive. To be honest. Mm. How do you put how do you put that racecraft into into effect, or how do you use that racecraft when you're in the car? What are you actually doing in the car that is representing what racecraft is really about? Particularly if you're coming through the field. Uh, that's a pretty difficult question. I think. I mean, end of day, a lot of it's done on. A lot of it's done on instinct, isn't it? It's like muscle memory. It's um, it's putting yourself in situations you've been in before. I mean, that's I, I I've said that quite a few times in in my career. You can you can um, you you can't put in sort of memories that you don't have. So if 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 like like for me, for example, I'd never had that experience I had at the last round. I'd never had that experience before in my whole career. So how can I prepare for something that I've never experienced before? But obviously now I have. So I've, I, I, next time I'm put in that situation, I'm sure I will deal with it even better than I did before. Um, and that's the same thing with racecraft. Once you've done enough of it and you've been involved in enough battles and enough scraps and 
um, you start to see a bigger picture appearing before it even happens, and you you start to understand where to put the car, you know how to how to fend off an attack before it even begins, um, and also how to bring in other drivers. You know if you're if you're involved in a race, uh, usually in touring cars, it's not just with one guy; it's with it's with multiple at a time. Um, you know, you start to learn just how to back the guy up a little bit into the guy behind, so he takes up some of the pressure from you in a way, um, and you move the pressure around. So it's always a fluid thing; it's always changing. Um, and if you ever get a chance to make a break, you, you've got to take it and try and get away. Um, but the key is the key, the key is always to survive and 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 don't not making mistakes is the big thing. You know, if you can if you can grind down your opponent. You know, if, if it's a 20 lap race and you can do 19 absolutely perfect, then that's probably more than he can do. So, um, it's just about no mistakes. Um, yeah, and eventually you'll just grind him away. And of course, hope your brakes don't fail on the last few laps of the last race of the season. Well, that's, um, that will definitely help. Uh, yeah, I mean, God, I wish I could, uh, I wish it had ended a different way. I wish there was some way. That could have been avoided, but unfortunately, I just don't think there was. Um, you know, it was so disappointing for me. Obviously, I've had, like I say, quite a while now having that on my mind. Um, obviously, the team have, have looked into it, and it's a little bit inconclusive, to be honest, as to why it happened. But you know, it's my first my first brake failure ever in motorsport, and my first touring car uh, failure in, in, in two years. These things happen. I don't know why it chose to happen at that time, but um, I think I've got to just say, you know, what are the positives? I took it all the way to the end against the, the BMW, which was, I think, in 2019. No one will be upset if I said it was a superior car. Um, I took it all the way to the end, gave it my best, and I can hold my head high at the end of the day. Um, if there's a wind to blow in a different direction, I'd be a British touring car champion, and and that's the truth. And I think with 14 podiums out of, out of 50 events, I don't think um, anyone would begrudge it. To be honest, uh, I think I've, I think I got it had a great season, as did the team, um, and it just wasn't to be. And I think that's that's all it tells me is that you know touring cars is incredibly tough to win this championship. It's it's the, it's the toughest championship in the country, probably one of the toughest championships in, in, in the whole world, to be honest. Um, you know, the cars are incredibly equal, some great drivers, uh, and you need a lot, you need a look as well. You need a lot of look. Um, so to put all that together and have a, and have, and have your season, uh, it takes a lot. So, you know, I think to put myself in that situation in just year two, I'm very proud of. Um, and I'm sure I, I can promise you I'll get another chance. I was going to say, you're with Team Dynamics, you're driving the Honda Civic Type R, you're in a very strong position as far as sort of the career that's around you, but just being part of the touring cars is very special, isn't it? You've obviously described that to me now, but it is very special because the championship has such an enormous profile, not only in the UK, but globally as well. It has a huge profile. I mean, I was kind of shocked when I came from Porsche racing. I mean, obviously, I was racing on the same package anyway in Carrera Cup. Um, and I was so surprised because, I, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to be in, in a great team in, in Porsches with Redline. And I'd, I'd won, 
had won so many races over the last like, three years um, in the past championship and two champion and I'd won two championships. Um, and when I arrived in touring cars, I was amazed that even a mediocre day in touring cars got you far more publicity than winning a Porsche race ever did. Mm. And not just that, I'd be at the driver's driver signing, you know, that we do. And people would come up to me and say, oh, so what do you do before this? And I'd be like, well, I won all those Porsche races on this package. You might have seen it. And they're like, oh, no, I never saw that. <laughs> and I was like, it, it just kind of, it kind of, I think there's a lot of people going to touring car racing. Yes, they're kind of watching the Porsche stuff. And I'm sure there's people out there that are actually big fans of it. I know there are. But it is amazing how much of the crowd just kind of, they watch the touring cars intently. And then they almost like switch off a little bit, I think. Mm. Um, but I mean, the support, the support package on touring cars as well works very well to support the, 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 the three races every weekend as well, isn't it? it the whole thing is, is you know, it's just, it, it's a brilliant package to be on it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been on it now for, um, for quite some time. I mean, my, my first year, 2012 was my first year on the package, so this will be my ninth year, um, pretty consecutively actually. Um, on this package, and yeah, it, it, there's nowhere else I want to race in the UK. There's, there's nowhere else like it. Um, as you said, touring cars is, is such a special place to be. Um, has a great fan following, um, not just in the UK but around the world. Um, uh, there's just so much going for it, and I think that's why you know the, the, the drivers are in it. You know, certainly the guys like myself and Colin and Tom Ingram. Um, you know, Andrew Jordan, obviously, last year. Um, there's, there's just so many guys like Ash Sutton. Um, you know, they're, they're good enough to go race somewhere else, but they want to race here because for them, they see it as the best place for them to be. Mm, absolutely. Anyway, look, we've got to look forward, look, look forward to the first weekend at Donington Park. We've obviously got a, a season organised which will take us through uh, to sort of October and a little bit into the into these sort of shortened days. But otherwise, we're racing, which is the most important thing. Can I just wish you all the very best for 2020? And obviously, uh, hopefully, we'll come away with uh, the title that you just missed out on in 2019. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, looking forward to it. I can wish you all the very best, yeah? Thank you very much. Cheers.